We are back with episode five of the Six Man Podcast. What's going on, man? How you been? I'm not too bad. I'm kind of disappointed with the fight card last night. I thought it would be a little bit yeah. better. That Aljamain Sterling one was just—it was just disappointing. I, I hated thought, to see that. I thought Sterling—he was definitely losing the fight up to that point. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it would have been way better if he was winning the fight up to then, and, and then, then he, that happened. Yeah, and then he took the knee. Because then the you face, have a little but... bit more. You have a little bit more. Like, all right, at least I was winning, but like he was losing and pretty, like pretty bad actually. Like he wasn't. He was getting in a few hit punches here and there, but Jan was giving it to him. So I mean, that you hate to see that. Yeah, I mean, there will definitely be a rematch for that title. There has to be. Aljamain just he just won't even like. I don't even think he counts that belt. I wouldn't want to count that belt. Like it's just it's just not he didn't even earn it so it's like I wouldn't want to count it either. in in that position I don't think I personally would have even put the belt on yeah he he had it on and he was like about to take it off it looked like like he didn't even want it on him. yeah I don't think he really wanted to wear that belt and the Nunez fight first round knockout like you predicted no surprise I I've been dude it took it, I don't even think he, I don't even think she lasted thirty seconds like I it think was, it was like a minute and a half it was. It was very short. Very short. Like Amanda Nunez, it doesn't matter who she's going up against. I I've said I said this last night. I would not be surprised if she could go up against the guys. Like she's just a monster. She clears out everybody. Like her, her she she hits so hard that I I really think she could fight against some of the guys. It might have to be like a weight class down, but I could I could see her beating some of the guys in a weight class down for sure. And then the last fight. The yeah, Adesanya fight, the main event, disappointing, really disappointing. Because I I wanted Adesanya to fight. I I think if Adesanya, it, it looked like he could have been like, if he ha- if he was holding two belts, then he fights John Jones this fall, this December. Like it's possible he could have been holding like three belts at a time. It's it's unlikely, but it was possible. I think he just kind of got ahead of himself. He kind of had a really quick start. He was like I want to say like fifteen and zero gets the belt. Defends it a couple times, and basically he decides he wants to put it out there into the universe that he wants to fight John Jones, who is now two weight classes up from him. Yeah, I mean it's one of the rare cases where he is undefeated. Like even Saint Pierre, he he lost a few times. Um, is uh, we don't necessarily count them because he beat he beat the guys afterwards. But like he's one of the few guys that came into the UFC undefeated, stays undefeated in the UFC. Um, gets the belt like Khabib's the same way they just did not lose and then it's so weird to see him lose at 20 wins and out it's it didn't even really seem like a a loss like I would have been really disappointed if the decision went to Adesanya because I I want to see a fair fight and had Adesanya won that and stole the belt that would have been really unfair yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't even Blachowicz. I don't. I know him, but I never can know I how think to it's like pronounce his name. Blachowicz. Blachowicz. Blachowicz definitely won that fight. Uh, as, as soon as he started to take him like down, that. as soon as he took him down in that fourth round, I was like, oh, as soon as he got that takedown, I knew it was like it's over because you can't. Honestly, there's so much weight that he's putting on Adesanya, and he has so much of a size advantage on him. You're not getting out of that. You're not getting out of that. And Adesanya's not a grappler at all. So. Well, they're they're in the same weight class, but he definitely cut weight, and I don't think Adesanya cut weight at all. Yeah, well, they're in the same weight class, but there's a there's a barrier. Like well, the difference between cutting weight and not cutting weight, it, it's often like twenty to twenty five pounds. Like you, you can easily cut twenty pounds of water weight if you're a two hundred twenty pound man. 
Well, yeah, it's 205 to 265 from light heavy to heavy. So it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if Blockowicz was like 250 and Adesanya is like 207. Like, I don't really know what the weights were, but that's what it looked like. I'm pretty I sure heavyweight's 225. When I looked at it, it said 265. Which Super heavyweight's 265, I think. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, well, what would make more sense is that I don't know my weight class is that good, so... But yeah, John yeah, but Jones was either way was the light heavyweight phenom, obviously fighting at two hundred five, and then he jumps up to heavyweight, which he still hasn't fought in yet at two twenty five. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if John Jones clears out that weight class, but he hasn't fought in a while. He hasn't fought in a while, and I don't think he's ready for. I think he's John Jones, but I don't think he's necessarily ready for this heavyweight these heavyweight battles. Like he's fought Cormier, he's fought those guys, but it's like, are you ready to? get a heavyweight belt after not fighting for so long like it's i mean yeah like i said he's john jones but you never know yeah and we had the ufc fight card last night and then tonight we have the all-star game which a lot of the players were against but i'm i'm pretty excited i'm pretty excited for it yeah we're just learning uh simmons and Embiid are also out of the all-star game which is crazy like covid protocol right guys are, guys are dropping left and right none of them have been because of covid i don't think but guys are dropping left and right i think it's just protocol isn't it it's just tracing stuff yeah it doesn't have anything to do with, i don't think they have it it's just tracing stuff because they've been around people that have had it or whatever it is but um yeah so k team kd took a Took a shot there. They're losing Embiid. That's their starting center, MVP lead, like leader of the MVP race. That's tough. I, if Team KD still wins, I would be shocked. I don't think I would be shocked because it's a team of all stars. I don't know. It's the All Star game. Like it, it's literally one game. Chemistry is a big factor. But if the players on Team LeBron just don't click, they're they're screwed. They'll lose. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in past years, it's like. In the past two years, it's been Team LeBron against Team whoever. And almost every year, it seems like Team LeBron drafts a pretty clearly better team. And then we think, oh, LeBron's going to cook them. And then they end up winning. So, I mean, it's like, I, I just think it's that Team LeBron, this Team LeBron team is just so superior. But it's, I mean, it's the all-star game. So, you never know. But And they're they're using the same format as last year, aren't they? You mean like with the, if you win, you donate to charity? or if you, I think it's to H, HBCUs or something. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's like their specific. Well, it's like of you charity, play but. you play the first three quarters normally. This was the format last year. You play the first three quarters. Yeah, normally. No, I don't know if they're doing that this year. Though. And then the the fourth quarter is you have to get to twenty four points above the score of the team that was leading after the third quarter. Yeah, that was was that for Kobe that they did that. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so I. And they were wearing like they were wearing Gianna and Kobe's numbers last year. I don't think they're doing that this year. Um, but no, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, I doubt they're doing that. But if it is the same format, I liked that format, and I liked um, I don't know. I like the format, but I also really like the charity part because that makes them at least try. So I think that's that that's the part that really made them actually try in the All Star game, which is not something that we've seen in a while, honestly. Which I hated. I hated that they never tried in the All Star game. Yeah, last year was probably one of the most competitive all-star games I've ever seen. They used to be competitive back in the day, I think, like in like the 80s and 90s, like kind of competitive. Yeah. And then it just started to go to shit like recently. Like they just don't even try at all in like 2014, 15, 16. Well, the all-time, the all-star game hit an all-time low when Steph Curry laid on the ground on a Giannis fast break. Yeah, it's a jo- it was a joke. That was a joke. 
I mean, he was just trying to be funny. He was playing around. That was the highest scoring all-star game ever. I think uh, whatever team Anthony Davis was on when he scored, and he, he had 50 points in that game. Yeah. Not a single free throw, not a single three-pointer. All field goals. I think he had 52. Mm-hmm. That's that's. It's weird because you never see that in an all-star game because it's like all like about, all right, let's just show off. Here, you take it this time. No, now you take it. It's not like all one guy really just dominating normally. Yeah. I mean, game. there was very minimal defense, and they put up almost 200 points in a 48-minute game. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah, it shows there's no defense when Steph, like you said, lays on the ground and lets Giannis just windmill dunk it. Yeah. At least we'll get – teams to work hard for the entire fourth quarter because they used to only really try the last like couple minutes if it was close and if it was yeah. a landslide victory then it's you're not getting any defense at that point i understand why they did it it's just like for as fans it's just not entertaining to watch it all i cared about in the all-star weekend was like the dunk contest that's all i cared about <laughs> i used to always only care about the dunk contest this all i guess it's not the all-star weekend anymore it's just all-star, all-star day, day today yeah, but very much I'm really excited. Steph Curry is back in the three-point contest. Yeah, I was going to say. I I mean, I always liked watching the three-point contest, but when Steph's in it, it just makes it like – I wish Steph and Clay could go against each other again. That was fun to watch. I think the last time he was in it was, I, I want to say, 2016. When he got beaten by Clay, I think. Yeah, the two of them were in the last round, weren't they? I think so, yeah. I, I don't know if it was the last round, but I know Clay. I know Clay beat him, but I don't know if it was the last round that they played against each other, but I don't remember. It's been a minute. Curry's last win was 2015, and I yeah. think it's about time he wins again. But honestly, yeah. any person in, in that contest can win it other than Mike Conley. Mike Conley, man. It's it's ridiculous that he replaced. I'm, that I understand the meaning behind it, and I guess it's a bit different when a guy like Adam Silver, uh, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, he put Dirk and... D Wade in the game. That's different though. Yeah, that was kind of a a career achievement award. Yeah, and that was at the end of their career. Mike Conley isn't at the end of his career, I don't think. No, and it's not like they hadn't ever made an all star team. I understand they wanted him in the all star game because he hadn't made it before. He's honestly having a season statistically comparable to Kobe White. (laughs) Yeah. Kobe White is is scoring more points than him, grabbing more rebounds. And Conley is playing slightly better defense and has like 0.2 more assists. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Kobe White is better. I'm just saying no no one has ever mentioned Kobe White as an all star. The all star just because Conley. Who's better. So it's like, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Just because Conley is on the best team in the league right now. Honestly, I think Clarkson deserves it more. more than Conley. You know who really deserves it more is De'Aaron Fox. I think De'Aaron Fox should have definitely replaced it. Or our, our Canadian boy, Shea Gilgis. Shea, yeah. Shea, Shea and De'Aaron are doing the same type of thing where they're without them, it's like they that team would be They're carrying last. awful teams. I wouldn't teams. be surprised if they were last in the league. The Thunder, for sure, they don't have anybody. But, like, De'Aaron Fox. They I'm got, sure they they got our boy the Lou Dort. They got Lou, Lou Dort. Lou Dort. OKC's representing Canada right now. I respect it. They need to get Jamal. They trade for Jamal? I don't know who they would trade, but I don't know. I'm just happy. I <laughs> yeah, got I, I got some Canadian representation on on my favorite team, New York. RJ, shout out to the Knicks. Above I don't 500 have any Canadian representation. Did you see how crazy the streets in New York were when they went into the All Star break above 500? No doubt, man. 19 and 18. 
Things yeah. are looking up. Stephen A is living his best life right now. I'm living my best life, dude. I'm gonna hang my Knicks jersey proudly this weekend. Yep. I you remember that um when the Knicks signed Julius Randle, Max Kellerman gives him the fake Julius Randle jersey with the tape over that says Randle. Yeah. And Steve just throws it back like I don't want to deal with this. And then now, two years later, I think it's two years. Two years later, the Knicks are over 500. They're in the playoff race at this point. What did Stephen A. say the one time he was having a really bad day? I forget. That it's- so you mean every day? Like, what are you? Which day are you talking about? Here, I want to pull this up. I want to know what he said. Oh, oh, I, I found am having it. a really bad yeah, day. Yeah, I found it. Like, I am having a very bad day. I am in no mood. This, today, is one of the worst days that I've had in yeah. a long time. Stephen A, man. Life has turned around for Stephen A. Smith, man. What a guy. I, I admire that he's loyal to the soil. Yeah, and he is. He is very loyal to the soil. But he, I think he's like a Steelers fan, too. It's He's a, a Steelers Nick- fan? Yeah, I think he's like a Knicks fan. No, a is it, isn't he fan. a Cowboys fan? No, he hates the Cowboys. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's the that he really, really Who's hates. a Cowboys fan, then? Skip. Oh, okay. Skip's a yeah, Cow- my bad. Cowboys fan. I hate that guy. I thought he was a Patriots fan. No, he just likes Tom Brady. Oh, he just... Thomas Edward. Thomas Edward Frank. Patrick. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Patrick. Edward Patrick, Patrick Brady. Brady. I hate that man. You don't no, hate no, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady I hate Skip Bayless so much. It to me, Skip Bayless is the prime example that a lot of things that they, they say are scripted, and they just basically yeah. are put on there to argue with each other rather than kind of talk basketball. And Kellerman might be even more of an example for that <laughs> to me with that I want, Iguodala. Take. I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala. It's like they say Death to Kellerman, they're like. The Yo, I don't care if you think LeBron's better. We just want you for the next year and a half to yeah. tell the entire world that Kawhi Leonard is better. Yeah, that was his favorite thing to say. And then now he really took he really went back on it. He was like, and I didn't expect this from him, but he was like, obviously I was wrong. Like that was a dumb take. Like obviously LeBron's the best player in the like, league. When the facts like, wow, change, okay. my opinion changes. Oh. When the facts change, my opinions change. I yeah, don't that's I don't the think point I, of an opinion. It's like to Base it off of what not only what I think, but what I think will happen in the future. That's what that Kawhi take was. When the facts change, my opinion changes. Yeah, obviously. I think it's inevitable someone will eclipse LeBron, but it's unfair to take him off that pedestal after nearly averaging another triple-double and winning a chip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after I don't like it when people say that that – like. I get that he didn't face the craziest competition ever, but like Bam was back by the end of that. The only the only person they didn't have on that team was Goron near the end of that series. But the only reason people are saying that is because that's the first time LeBron's actually won a chip in decisive faction. Like I, right. I, I respect LeBron a lot more than I did when the Last Dance came out. I'm trying to be objective and respectful of both sides. Obviously, I'm still a Jordan fan, but that's honestly the first easy championship. LeBron's won. And it wasn't easy because the competition was easy. It was easy because they were really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously he had great Miami teams, but with Cleveland it was always like he had Kyrie, but one of those times both Kyrie and Kevin Love were hurt, and then he had that team where his second best player was like Jetty Osman. And well, like I think, that was it. I think people just forget how good Anthony Davis is as well. And this isn't a knock on LeBron. Yeah. That team was nuts. It was a complete two-headed monster Anthony Davis in 2018 was third in MVP. 
second or third in MVP voting, second or third in Defensive Player of the Year. He beat the Golden State Warriors more times that season in the playoffs than LeBron James and the Cavaliers. They they won they actually won a game. Cleveland got swept. Yeah, AD had a I think he definitely had a better team than LeBron did, but yeah, I mean you're right. I just think the value AD's defense has and that's sort of why the Lakers are are losing now. LeBron is certainly the best offensive player on that team. He's top 5 in Depoy rating this year. By far. LeBron is? Yeah, he's top 5 in Depoy voting this year. He's his look at his defensive win shares. There's he's there's one of the no, best defensive players in the league this year. There's no voting yet, but I'll take well, your word for it. I, I mean. believe like, you. I rankings. thought Jamal Murray was at five, which kind of surprised me, to be honest. LeBron definitely was in top five in uh, MVP rankings, but or sorry, deep boy rankings. He definitely fell off as of late. I don't think he cares about that anymore. He just wants Davis to come back, and I think he'd, he'd rather take the finals MVP than the MVP. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you win, it doesn't, nothing matters until you win a championship. Yeah. We know that with Michael Jordan because that's the only argument that they use. So No one's going to call LeBron the GOAT if he has five MVPs. It's He's going to need to have at least five finals MVPs. Well, he's going to have, he's going to need to, at the bare minimum, have more or as much um, finals MVPs and championships as Michael Jordan. Like for the majority of people to say, okay, he's the GOAT. He's going to need to have six plus um finals mvps championships how many does mj have five or six mvps five okay yeah it's, so, Kare- it's kareem that has six right so that's because kareem literally dominated the 70s yeah i mean mj dominated the 90s but yeah yeah well some of mj's mvps were in the 80s i think like two or three of them yeah but i mean he dominated the 90s but yeah, I mean, you can win an MVP. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're dominating the league for a decade. But. Yeah, he definitely he had the year where he won Defensive Player of the Year, the dunk contest, and the MVP all in the same season, and that was sort of when Air Jordan kind of took off like crazy. Right. Like, people always say how LeBron has been robbed of, like, three MVPs. Some people say he should win MVP every year. But, like, MJ was the best player in the league. There is no question about it. Every time that he was in the league for the 90s, but how many MVPs did he win in the 90s? Not as many as of the years that he was the best player in the league. Carl Malone won one. Yeah. Charles Barkley won one. Like I think the Barkley year was deserved. I'm not saying they weren't deserved. I'm just saying like the re- the argument that people use for the LeBron for LeBron not winning MVPs is that he was the best player in the league forever, but if so I, was MJ. If I could rewrite certain MVPs, like I get to change the ones that I feel like players were snubbed. LeBron would have 5. Yep, agreed. Agreed. 2018 would go to him. 2018 and cuz he has Oh no, he has 4, right? Yeah, LeBron has yeah. 4. 2018 would go 2018 to LeBron. Would go to him. And for MJ, I think MJ would have 6. That yeah. Karl Malone one would go to him. Yeah, I agree. As much of a LeBron fan as I am, I agree with you with that because I used to think that he should have won that Steve Nash one, but Kobe averaged 35 that year and he like dragged that team to the playoffs. I mean, he he deserved it. I think he deserved it more than Steve Nash. I honestly don't know why Steve Nash has two MVPs. He should maybe have one, but I don't know why he has two. Yeah, if you ask Shaquille O'Neal, he thinks he deserved that MVP. Shaquille O'Neal thinks he deserves everything. Yeah, as much as I love Shaquille and what he's done, he talks a lot of smack for a player whose entire game is modeled off of being large. Yeah, literally that's it. He does have amazing footwork, and he was like, extremely athletic for a guy that size 
But the reason he was so unstoppable is he is literally the biggest dude in the history of the NBA, which doesn't take much skill to be big. I've been saying that's why I think that Kyrie and I'm more impressed. I I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but I'm more impressed by Nikola Jokic um, than I am Joel Embiid. I'm I'm more impressed by it because I think the passing. I just think his skill for his based off of his size and his athletic ability. It just shows how much how skilled he is. Same thing with Larry Bird. He's a white like six seven guy. Doesn't he's not the most athletic guy I've ever seen, but he's one of the most skilled players we've ever seen. Same with Kyrie. I think Jokic is one of like six true unicorns in the NBA right now. I mean, it's like, it's we'll, incredible. We will never get another Nikola Jokic. Look ever. at his body. Nobody looks like that in the NBA. Everyone is like top physical condition. He's he's probably I'm sure he eats well. I'm sure he works out. Did you see what he like, said? He doesn't he's gonna look gonna like do the other it. guys. Do you see what he said he's gonna do in the All Star break? What do you say? I didn't see. I will probably not eat good. <laughs> That's something like that. Yeah. When he last year, I know he's lost some weight, but last year, the year before, it doesn't look like he's been eating well at all. Like he might be, he might have been eating okay, but like I he just, was a chunky dude. Like I think he's lost like twenty to, to like thirty yeah, pounds. He lost a ton of weight going into the bubble. And then uh, I I think he might have gained a little bit of it back. But he, he put a way better this he year. He put a little more on. I think at first he was kind of realizing that he needed a little more size to sort of do what he used to do in the paint. But he's right. definitely yeah. lighter than when he first got into the NBA. He's a seven foot guy. I mean, like he's got height, obviously, but he he's not the most athletic dude. So he can he's one of the most skilled big men at the passing skill that we've ever seen other than him and like Bill Walton, I think are up there. Yeah. But, um, Walton was an insane passer. Yeah. Walton was ridiculous. But I mean, going back to what we were talking about, about, um, Shaq, they were talking, I, th- I think it was on first take. They it's were talking just about like, the disrespect to me that he dishes out. And then he's just like, Oh, I, I mean it to use his motivation. You can't use that to defend yeah. yourself all the time. Like yeah. you're going out and attacking players who honestly are much more talented than you ever were. Yeah, I mean he had he had really good footwork, um, but and he was just big. He had good footwork and he was big, but that like, was it. Lakers Shaq, the reason he was so dominant is he was massive. And what what other player did he have on the Lakers and the Heat? The Lakers he had Cope. The Heat he had Dwayne Wade. There was other there was a tension going other places other than Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it's crazy to me that both of Shaq's championship teams. Now I consider. Obviously, the Lakers won three, but he had two of the top three shooting guards with him. Yeah. Because I think Dwayne Wade is unanimously the third top best three. shooting guard of three. all time yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't question that at all. The top three shooting guards are undisputed. No one can say anything otherwise. I don't want to hear anything about... Certain Kobe fans would tell you otherwise. Some of them seem to think Ridiculous. that he's better than MJ. In what way? I don't... Like, I don't know. In I'm, what way? I don't think that. I'm not saying you. I'm, I'm a Kobe that. fan, but I don't think that. Like who? How can you even make that argument? What? Who, in what way is Kobe better you have, than Michael Jordan? You've told me you have a few buddies who make a compelling argument. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have one friend that is such a huge Kobe fan that he thinks he's the goat, and it's like, yeah, come on. Like, so he, obviously he thinks he's the best shooting guard of yeah, all time. It's like, how can you say there's nothing better? I love Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. But like. Is he better than Michael Jordan? He's a carbon copy of Michael Jordan and didn't necessarily do it as good. Doesn't have as many championships. Doesn't have as many MVPs. Not as many finals MVPs. He doesn't have anything more than Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, I can't can't argue with that. I know that yeah, because I I do have a argue. number two as a shooting guard. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's just crazy that I mean there's just people that are just such big Kobe fans that it's like I think that just since he died, it's kind of gotten a little out of hand. Yeah, I'm yeah, I was true. heartbroken when that happened, and especially because Gigi passed. But yeah, that was almost the more tragic. I would I think it was the more tragic part of that loss. It's, it's insane. It's like when that happened that everyone decided that they were going to start putting Kobe at unreasonable positions yeah. in their top 10. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of people Kobe, who have yeah. him in their top five or some of them even in their top three. Some of them even have him at one, which, you know, there are people in the universe who think Larry Bird's is the greatest player of all time. So obviously there's right. those types of people. People like that are the ones that are like, oh, he played one game left-handed. It's like, yeah, it's a cool story. Does it mean that he's the greatest of all time? Does it mean that he's going to move up a few spots in the greatest of all time debate? Like, that's ridiculous. I think, it, for me, that's the same kind of thing with MJ. It's like, oh, he yelled at his teammates. It's like, yeah, there's some cool stories, but does that, like, that doesn't mean that you're better. I, I think that's a ridiculous narrative, but, I mean. You know, everyone's got their leadership styles, and MJ's obviously worked when it mattered most, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm you not know, saying that. You can't yeah. give all the credit to MJ. Scottie Pippen's one of the best perimeter defenders of all time. And then the second time yeah. around, he had Rodman, who's also one of the best perimeter defenders of all time. So as... Defense wins games, so I mean... As MJ got up there in age, he had those two defenders to lean on when he needed to take more of the offensive load. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that really separates Michael Jordan and LeBron James specifically, um, just as players, is defense. Michael Jordan was just consistently I, – I don't even think it's – because I think the defense is just purely almost based off of, like, effort. Depends on a little bit about your size, but, like, it's just purely based off of effort. So MJ just put in more effort day in, day out, day in, day out. I think LeBron can be an elite defender, but he just doesn't necessarily always put in the effort. So Yeah, it's like in the documentary when people say MJ's the only person they've ever met that is constantly with it, like, in it. Yeah, a, he a, has his eyes on the grand prize at all times. What did the guy? It was Roy Williams, I think, who said uh, he was like MJ's the only guy I've ever seen that can turn it on and off, and he never fucking turned he it never off. Never freaking turn it off. Yeah, never turn it off, man. MJ was just always that dude. That was never one of the off. one of the UNC coaches, right? Yeah, it was Roy Williams. Yeah. I think his name's Roy Williams. It's the head coach. I, I forget his name, but not the head coach. The head coach was Dean Smith. I know he's the head coach of UNC now, though. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. He would have been the assistant coach at the time. Yeah, no, he's the he's the head coach now, but it was Dean Smith. Yeah. Yeah, we we could go on and on about last dance stories, but yeah. I don't really want to go down that yeah, rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah. That's got to be my favorite. If you want to know last dance stories? Go time. watch the documentary if you haven't for some reason and you're a basketball fan, which doesn't even make any even sense. if you're not a basketball fan, go watch that. If you want to learn how to if be the best at something, like, you yeah that that first episode gets me so motivated. I've watched that yeah. first episode probably ten times. Yeah, I've, I think I've watched the series, the full series, two or three times. I, it's I just, hard for me to watch TV shows over and over and over again. I just I finished watching it. I want to say my third or fourth time, like the other day. Yeah, I think I need to watch it again. It was so good. It's so good. Like it's incredible. Well, I think they need to make one about Kobe too. It's just tough because they had a film crew follow that that team, thinking it would be the last season because they're like, right, this footage at the very least is some is a time capsule for MJ to look back on himself 
they had that footage basically in the depths of the NBA. It was kind of yeah. An, it's crazy that we've never seen it. None of us have ever seen any of that footage before Last Dance. Well, it was an urban legend for the longest time. They're like, yeah, this this film crew followed around the the '98 Bulls and basically filmed their last championship. And yeah, I guess they just needed MJ to sign off on it because in 2016, that's when they started to get the ball rolling with that. Right. Jason Jason Hayer, the the director, did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, there was supposed to be a premiere for that, like like red carpet, MJ showing up. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. This is, It was after COVID, though, right? It was in April. Yeah. They were going to release April. it in June, but all the fans are like, hey, release it early. We're so bored. We need something to watch. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, we already binged Tiger King. We need something else. Did you watch Tiger King? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think everyone did. Everyone has to. I didn't. The thing I didn't watch was Outer Banks, and I oh I watched that. To. I won't watch it. I'm sorry. I just I just can't watch it. I hate to say it was it, it wasn't was bad. Everyone who's watched it says it was so good. It doesn't matter. Like and like Outer Banks seems like a show that you would hate because I was so bored. Yeah, and then it, my sisters love it, obviously, but. You said you loved it. Everyone so if you loves, love it, that means that I actually might like it. Everyone loves friggin' John B. It's just kind of interesting. You'd have to watch it, like, basically binge it in a yeah, day. But I still don't even know what it's about. I, I just know that Sarah Cameron's hot. That's all I know. Yeah, but <laughs> I would I would never watch it again, I don't think. I'll yeah. watch season... If they have a season two come out, I'll watch that, but... I think they do. Yeah. I f- what's, what's the other show I was told to watch over the the pandemic i don't know but you got me watching prison break now is it do you like it i'm two episodes in and it's actually really good but once you get going man oh my sister's boyfriend told me that uh the first season's really good and then the second season's like a it gets worse yeah definitely most shows the first season is the best season unless it's like one of those sitcoms that you got to get to know the characters but right and I know you hate those shows so much. The Some sitcoms of them. you hate. Sitcoms. I I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but other than that, yeah, I I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but it's just not as funny as some other shows for me. Yeah, I know you you have a different sense of humor, but I don't know. I've seen Andy Samberg and other stuff, and I honestly I don't know if the show is funny or if I just find him really funny. Have you seen That's My Boy? Yeah, I love that movie. Or it's so uh, funny, Pop Star. Oh, dude! His his new movie's really funny. Why did Popstar literally get so much publicity? Like it was on every single ad. Every time I clicked a YouTube video, that was the ad. Was Popstar, and then, but it was a really good movie. But no one talked about it. This is a bold statement, but that movie was groundbreaking. It was so good. You know what it's classified as? A mockumentary. So it's a basically a fake documentary. Agree with that. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he is there any other mockumentary ever made? I don't. I, I don't can't recall so. one. So he literally created a genre of movie. Andy Samberg. He wrote it too. I'm pretty sure he was a big part of it. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. He's, he's a, a big he's part hilarious. of that's that's my boy too. But his new movie Palm Springs got like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was I watched it. It was really good. Have you seen King of Staten Island? I haven't yet. I've been I meaning either. to watch it. Sorry, we had to pause there. Quick We're shout back. out from from the mom, the Mama birth, H. the birth giver. The birth give. Oh it, is it you who hate that or your mom? Who does I she hate the word birth giver? Yeah. Does she hate mom that hates term? It. Yeah. I call I called her at once. She's like, What did you just call me? I said birth giver. And she's I don't like that. Don't call me that. I don't know why, but I've been waiting. Funny. I've been waiting for the right moment to start calling your mom mom. I think you have a few times. I have a few times. It didn't feel right, but 
eventually I'll just start doing it. My dad's a character. Your dad's an absolute goon. He's a goon. He's it's been starting to drink this stuff called um, kefir. Dude, kefir goes hard. I'm pretty sure it's just spoiled milk. It, it looks disgusting. Well, it's literally the closest thing to like, you know, those yogurt drinks. Did you drink yop? Uh, like, no, I never. Drank you never that drank yop? No, I never drank that. Dude, yop was a huge part of my childhood. Dunkaroos were. Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos went dummy. Oh my. Or like even like. Why do I never see those anymore? Because they're discontinued. They do have discontinued. I'm, I'm pretty no. sure. There's a lot of snacks like that that get discontinued. That's so sad. Yeah. Cosmic brownies, I would. Oh. We still buy those. My dad loves those. So does my brother. Dude, I never used to get Swiss like, rolls, bro. Oh, don't even say that word. Anymore. I hate though. I hate them. I'll eat them, but I you hate, hate them. Swiss rolls, dude. They're just I'm the most the podcast. ungodly, sugary, like chemically made substance on earth. I just never got like. Whenever I saw people with those snacks, I was like so envious because I never got like I never like, got snacks like that. I always just got like oranges nothing against my mom like she just she was trying to keep me healthy as much as i wasn't healthy she was trying to keep me healthy like she packed me good lunch put a lot of effort into it but it's like i appreciate it but i wanted a honey bun every once in a while you know like yeah the honey buns hit different honey buns were different i'm trying to think of other ones but dad's cookies like dad is that what they're called like dad cookies yeah dad's cookies go hard those went dummy those were so good they're really crunchy but like in a really good way i know i don't normally like crunchy I'd, cookies like i like the soft ones but dad's went different like i'm not a big cookie dough ice cream guy but i would crush up a dad's cookie put it in ice cream oh oh we that's an idea we had conversations about the sugar cooks a few weeks ago and sugar cookies bro oh man and we put them in like ice cream we i broke them up and put them in ice cream dude th- that made me oh, quit cheat day man that made me quit I might have to quit I after tapped that. out. That might have cost me a year of cheetahs. There's so much sugar in that. You want to get diabetes? Just dip sugar cookies in ice cream like chips and dip. I wouldn't be surprised if I had diabetes, honestly. That's a bold statement. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Like no, like not now, but like if I had I wouldn't be surprised if I got is it type B? That means that you get it like halfway through your life. Yeah. Yeah, because type A you're born type with ones it. you're like or either, type one or two. I don't think they're born with it. I think you develop it. Like genetically, usually Some as a teenager. Are born with it, I thought. I don't know if any babies are born with it right away. I might. I don't know a lot about diabetes, but yeah, but uh, I know type one can be developed like in your teenage years. You have like a genetic precursor diabetes. for it. I would hate that though. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. If I had diabetes, well, I think you're doing pretty good now. You, yeah, you're I'm a lot healthier right than you used to be, so I think you're all right. Yeah, I had to change my ways, but um, yeah, I'm doing much better now, but. You I rem- wouldn't be surprised if I had it. You remember the like kids 50. at school who would bring like the those Costco packs of seaweed? Seaweed? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. It's, they're almost like like chips, like salted seaweed. My mom buys those now. Does she? Yeah. We I don't them mind them, but the I get like three pieces in, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go trade this for like a honey bun or something. Because kids would uh, trade for it. Yeah. I get. Yeah, dude. Are what there is any? That? There's like this. Kids we used to trade for like my like good for you food like i would literally i'd be out here trading apples for a dunkaroo and i don't know how that went through but these kids apparently were just so tired of the shit food that they were getting yeah honestly the economy of kids trading foods and lunches changes every day and it makes no sense i learned dude i'm pretty what sure was, i could work on the stock market just based off of my uh 
ability to trade foods in elementary school. Yeah, if I put as much effort into the stock market as I did trading food in in <laughs> elementary school, I think I'd be doing pretty good Dude, financially. Honestly, after elementary school, I could probably work. I could probably work in Wall Street just based off my elementary school. Uh, you were a good negotiator. I, I was. That. I had to be a good negotiator, man. All I had was like an orange and some like rice crackers like i that's used all to I, I used to bring you stuff i remember because i knew i knew your mom would pack you like a a healthy lunch and you were like Love oh i need something I sugary so i'm like oh i got plenty of these i'll grab a second one for yeah <laughs> for, sorry i'll grab a second one for you today you know we'd be doing our yeah. what what class were we monitoring what we were monitoring a class yeah i think it was like the fourth grade class we would do lunch monitoring you remember oh, that yeah, yeah we would do we would lunch helpers or whatever it was called the teachers hated their jobs so much so like all right i can't eat lunch with I these freaking to make kids a grade eight like dude. let's just send some grade eights to watch them yeah i mean me and you used to take out the compost we did whatever we could helping. to get on the two teacher's things good side, extra dude, credit and i'm being honest if my teacher is listening in grade eight Although I did care about the environment, I really just wanted to get out of class. You think our grade grade eight teacher is listening? You never know. You never know. I loved her. Everyone hated her. I loved her. She was she was all right. Like I didn't mind her. She was great, man. She was just a stern lady. Yeah, she was nice to us. Yeah, I wasn't. I I wasn't an ass. I was. I was out there goody two shoes trying to get my way through school. You ran into our like grade seven teacher at the pool a few times. I think. Like yeah. you, you, you keep running into her. Yeah, well, her Very kids, nice her kids are in uh, swimming lessons, and I work at the pool as a lifeguard. Yeah, and she, I swear, like she interrogates me, man. Good for her, but well, she was pregnant every two months. Somehow, she just got every pregnant two again. months. She I would have a kid in months, but she, like she would have a kid in a month and then have. I don't know how to, but she was popping those things out like. Like it was nothing. Like, like I swear, she was pregnant. She every... was making babies like mint rice. Like, like literally, yeah. I swear. Like she was popping them out. I think she only has every three, time but... I saw her, she was pregnant. Yeah, she's just like, how can I get out of this school? <laughs> if I'm just on maternity leave all yeah. the time. She's like, man, I hate this this kid. I gotta. Oh, I hate these grade sevens. If I'm... I, yo, can I have another kid? If you're a, a a woman and you hate your teaching job, just get pregnant. If you hate yeah. your class, just get pregnant. Because you get paid. You get paid maternity. Yeah, you, you get out early. It's I don't true. know why. I'm frig, I'd well, do that if I, I was wanna, a woman. I want to be a teacher, and you, like it's like. Oh, uh, but you you can't pull that card. What do you mean? Oh, no, I can't <laughs> I can't pull the maternity leave. No, you leave. can't have a kid. No, you can. And, you can. Guys can do it. You can go on. Guys can go on maternity leave. I did leave. not know that. They don't have, you don't I've have to I've never heard of that. No, if your wife has a kid and she's like she has to work a lot. I'm pretty sure then you can go on maternity leave and be like, I got to take care of my kid. So, cause my wife isn't always there, which is fine. So oh, more, you know, yeah, dude, the more, you know, yeah. So I can go on maternity leave if I want. You should, I will. I'll take advantage of that, but go I already go on maternity get, leave right now. The thing about being a t- dude right now from the podcast, take time off from the pod. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'll give you your same percentage of earnings. Are you saying I have to have I a think fake kid because considering our current relationship predicaments. Yeah. It's all right though. It's, yeah, it's we're, COVID. we're doing good. It's COVID. COVID, you know, we're keeping our distance. We're waiting for college, man. It's no, COVID, I think though. they're just social distancing from us. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they just only like those guys over there. Yeah. I, I got a social distance from them. I just know they have COVID. Yeah. If you're ever sitting thinking to yourself, oh, how can I get a girl not interested in me? Just be nice. 
They hate that. They hate it. No For some reason, slander. they hate no it. Women slander. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. Yeah, but I know, I know. I'm, we're just kidding. But I'm not letting a few bad women taint my perception of them. I know there are good ones out there. I just have yet to find one. <laughs> <laughs> They're few and far between, my friend. But we'll I don't know there. how few there are. But like, you know, if I gave up, they, they wouldn't have much shot. But yeah, I am excited for this All Star game tonight. Me too. And it's crazy because we get a dunk contest, we get a three-point contest, and we get a skills all-star challenge. game and a sk- yep. skills challenge all in one day. I think three-point contest and skills challenge are before dunk contest is at halftime. Yeah, they start at 6.30. Mark my words on this podcast. I'm saying this right now. We are recording this Sunday before, I swear. Someone will make it a, a surprise appearance in the dunk contest. I don't know why you keep saying that. Because there's usually four. You never know, man. I, there's three I possibilities happen. in my head. And I don't know if that's because I'm just being super, super hopeful. Zach Levine, LeBron James, Zion Williamson. I would be very happy to see it. I just doubt it. One of those three, will they'll be like, we have an announcement to make. In the dunk contest, our fourth participant, Zion Williamson, something yeah. like that. I mean, he was. they were saying it wasn't even that long ago. I think he was on first take and they were like. He's like I don't know. You never know. Like, I might do it. Like, basically saying that. Like, he was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, so, I initially read no. reports that he rejected it, but that's not true. He, at no point did he reject the invitation. They didn't say that anywhere. So, if Zion Zion could be in it. I'd be. I'd love to see it. But, I mean, that's right before the All-Star game, and he's in the All-Star game, so I kind of doubt. Maybe that's why there's no All-Stars that are doing it. Aaron Gordon isn't an All-Star, but, I mean... Zach Levine is. And to me, it just makes no sense. Like, if you're trying to limit tracing, why are you inviting three random players that have nothing to do with All Star? I keep, I keep trying to say weekend, but All Star Day. Yeah, the I guess it's All Star Day today. You've invited three random. I don't. They're not all rookies. Simmons is a second year player, I think. There's yeah, he is Ca- third, third. I think Cassius Stanley is a first year player. Pretty he sure. Is, he is, yeah. And so is Obi Toppin. Yep, they both got drafted this year. And although I want to show my Knicks some love, I think Stanley's going to win, unless Zion's in it, and then I'm Zion all the way. In the draft, I was hoping that the Cavs would take Obi, but... Now you're kind of glad, glad they you didn't. didn't. But Okoro isn't playing great either. He looked like in that... I was so hopeful after that preseason game where he dropped 18. I was, Rookie of the year. Like, he's, he's going to do it. And then he... Like, average. Welcome to being a... Bottom Eastern Conference team, my friend. Yeah, but you at least have for, a good I market. For, I forget what it's like. The Knicks are at least a good market team. You had like ten years of LeBron James. I don't want to hear any I'm not complaints. Complaining. From you. I'm not complaining. I just know that our team is ass. But I'm like, obviously, we had LeBron forever, so I'm not complaining. We had Kyrie. I feel like if if we could, the Knicks would be having a parade right now for being above 500. We yeah, would. That's how bad they've been. I'd go to the parade. I would travel. Eight hours to New York City to go to this parade on Jaw, on Jaw, on Jaw Morant, on Jaw Morant. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're pretty far in, so we should probably wrap it up here. Yeah, I got an All Star game to watch tonight, so. Yep, but thank you for tuning in to episode five of the Six Man Podcast, and we are out. Peace.